So the next thing I walk out to my car and I see a mark on the side and I go, oh, bloody battered shit on the side of my car, right? Mm. And it had, mm. but my car had been parked there so long that oh. it's just stripped the paints back to yeah. bare metal. It's because they eat like fruit, mate. Oh. Citrus. All over. So I need to, Citrus I'm basically going to have to do a whole respray now. So the on door's what? done, the bonnet, on the, on the ute. The Navara. Yeah. You double its value, mate, if you do that. <laughs> Don't do that. I can just drive it around a bit like that. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Ted Shed. Jason joining you. Yeah, here as we normally do. And Glenn, once again, you're on the other side of the, the bar, mate. How are yeah, you? Yeah, man. Good, good. Yeah, kick it along. Bloody yeah. hot day today. But it anyway, is. It is. That's a all right. Stinker. This mm, is the, um, the show where we talk about everything Springfield and beyond. And today we're going a little bit more beyonding again, right? We always find our way coming back around to AFL somehow. Mm. And we've talked to a couple of people in the past, you know, some, um, I guess, content creators and that who, you know, do see some stuff in the AFL. Mm-hmm. Um, and down there in Melbourne, etc. Um, and I'm very excited to have our guest joining us today. Now, these guys, if anyone who, you know, just doom scrolls through social media, whether it be That's on TikTok, everybody. right, yeah. you'd know these guys. Okay. Okay. Checkers, welcome to the TED Shed. Thanks for having me. No, keen has to be on. It's good. Mate. So, look, so anyone who doesn't know... Checkers, who... you're not Chinese, are you? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but no. I've had a few. Photoshop edits done in the past for the old Chinese checkerboard. <laughs> I like it. Good job. That's funny. I see where you're going <laughs> well, with that one. Yeah. <laughs> so anyone, so anyone who doesn't know like checkers, uh, yeah. you might know them from there's well a couple of ways that you'd probably know checkers is through the Resi's podcast, mm-hmm. and it's the it's Div Twelve, isn't it? Checkers. Div Twelve Resi's in the footy. Yep. yep. And we've just started playing ninth grade cricket, so the lowest of the lows. Ninth grade. <laughs> Is there that many people playing like club cricket that you actually have enough to put together, someone who can play down in the ninth division? It's I mean it's our club's fourth grade, but it's the uh, the limited overs ninth grade division. So wow. right. that's crazy. I remember seeing I think- you sorry, mate, you go. I was going to say, I think there's like 30-odd grades above us, so. <laughs> <laughs> you're, in the, you're in the F minus. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's the, the Resi's podcast, but there's also Marmalade, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I remember so, seeing them. I was yeah. watching, again, Doom scrolling through Facebook, and I hear this chick go, oh, for fuck's sake, I've really made it as a wag now. And, he, and that was that, I think that might have been one of your first ones. And she was going, and I just fucking lost it. I was like, how good is that? And I thought it was for real. I didn't know it was all staged as much as what you guys actually stage it. So you, 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 uh, yeah, the, that video you're talking about was, um, it actually wasn't my missus or anything. It was a voiceover we had. A, was it? A, um, and it was voiced over some footage that my housemate took of me playing footy. And that's where all the... <laughs> Oh, it was awesome, mate. It was really well done, that you've, first one. I was, was going to say, really you've, you've just peeled back the covers and, and spoiled that, mate. We thought, you know, there's your missus oh. sitting there filming you. Play, <laughs> and they got spoiled the next day when I um, I woke up on a Sunday after footy and mum had messaged me and said, when are we going to get to meet your missus? So. <laughs> <laughs> and she sounds hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well... It wasn't, yeah. I had to explain to a few different parties, work, and um, everyone else that no, there was, there's no girl on the on the horizon there. That was, uh, it was all fake. It's actually oh. my housemate Jim who set that all up. So was that was that your first? Like, is that what blew up first? Was that one of your first videos? That, that was up? what blew up the uh, the Div Twelve Resi stuff. Yep. We've been doing some videos for about a year and a half at that point. Yeah, right. Um, and we'd been mostly just kicking torps around the country before that, just going all over the shop kicking torps. We kicked. Um, 
kicked a talk with Gillan McLaughlin the year before on Grand Final Eve, um, nice. and that was probably one of our more viral videos leading up to that. Yep. And then the, the as soon as the footy season started this year, and we started playing some really low level grades of footy and getting our games filmed and and some streaming st- and stuff going, then it really started to blow up. The uh, the clip you spoke about there, yeah. like I think. The week after, got put on the Today Show, and that's when it really just started to kick in. <laughs> it was classic, mate. So, it was really you, funny. So, where did you guys hail from? Like, is, is it Adelaide? Is that where it all kicked off for you? Yeah, we're, we're originally from Adelaide. We moved to Melbourne um, about three months ago, so it was just like towards the back end of footy season. We made the move over, um, but yeah, been Adelaide through and through the whole time. Right. Yeah, yeah I think I first saw you guys. I mean, I was at um, Gather Round earlier this year. Went down now for that with um, I think you know um, Ethan. Um, and we bought a um, was it a four day pass to mm. the um, to yep. Adelaide Oval, right? Yep. And you know we had these two pretty good grandstand seats for for most of the games. And my son was never there. You know, Ethan's mm. down on the hill. Yeah. So I'd go down and have a look and see what's going on. And yeah, here's Checkers and the boys. And you know, there's there's um, Has down there and all of these all these <laughs> these guys. And I remember a couple of the nights there, Checkers. It was bucketing down with rain, mate. But that that hill was absolutely packed. Yeah, so a very iconic place in Adelaide. I don't think people really, unless they've been there, they don't quite understand it. But I think you would have seen it firsthand in Gather Round, and a lot of interstaters would have got their first good experience of the hill in Gather Round, hopefully. But as as growing up in Adelaide, it becomes a bit of a staple. And uh, I mean, for most of the part of my time growing up, it was mostly an eighteen plus sort of area. You never, your parents would never let you go there as a younger lad. But I think we've changed the. Uh, the stereotype of maybe a little bit behind the hill lately, and it's become a sort of welcoming sort of place. And yeah, definitely during gather around, it's a bit like a content creator meeting point um, at all times. So if you ever got lost or had to go out and do something, come back, you'd always just find find your way to the hill, and everyone that you knew from interstate would all be there. So yeah, it's quite an I- iconic sort of venue. It's um, and it's a bit. It reminds me a bit of um, the Carrara ground that we have here on the Gold Coast, where you know if you're watching it on TV. You know, I guess you know, a lot of the ground, you know, probably what 60, 70% of the ground, whichever way the camera's panning, looks like stadium grandstands everywhere. Yeah. And then if someone's having a shot at gold in the other end, it looks like they're, they're basically out at the. Dip to old resis. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> it's got, yeah, a little bit of local footy with a little bit of, uh, little bit of professional footy. Yeah, and Adelaide, Adelaide Oval's got that same thing. You, know, you can yeah, sit there be watching a, a big game and there's obviously the, the big stands and then mm. they swing around and there's a, yeah. the old classic scoreboard. The hill, and um, what are you looking off into, like a church or something, I think, off in the background in the parklands or something? Big, big church at one end and then the River Torrens at the other end, but the, uh, the hill is sort of become the sort of spot where you can let loose. I'd sort of compare it to the Bay 13 at the MCG. Yeah. Um, it's sort of like a, a free-for-all there, and, and it becomes quite chaotic, especially for the cricket. The cricket, um, mm. they cut loose there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Friday night or Saturday night footy in Adelaide, the showdown – um, and for a little bit of gather around, it was it was getting a bit like that as well. So oh, that's good. And you'll be back over for gather around next year. Oh, most definitely. I think uh, I'm going to have to actually jump on the tickets pretty quick because I reckon they're going to sell out real quick this year. Yeah, yeah. it's growing. Lots around, of so. people that missed out last year that just would have heard all about it for the last eight months or whatever, and and be busting to get a ticket. So mm. yeah, we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago because you know, last time we stayed there, and what I find is interesting. I mean, we travel from Queensland, right? So. You know, we've got the airfare included and, and you know, make the trip down. But last year we stayed opposite the casino there in one of the Oaks properties, right? It was about um, $2,500 for six nights. In a, that was in a two-bedroom apartment, right, which is, is really good. 
then when they announced, as soon as they announced Gather Round for next year, we jumped on the same booking site, looked at mm. that property to see, and the price is, is over, you know, five and a half thousand now. Wow. Right. Yeah, it's, it's going to be quite unwell. I, I, they had some issues late towards Gather Round. I was lucky because I was living in LA at the time, but I remember yeah. seeing um, Airbnbs and people were. People that lived in Adelaide were putting their house on Airbnb and going on a holiday elsewhere yeah. for the week because yeah. they could get three, four, five grand wow. out of people because it was comparable with the hotels. The hotels yeah. were, I think it was like 98% booked out all the hotels in the city for gather around. So, yeah. what a great thing for Adelaide, but it is. But do you think, do you think that it spoils it for the, you know, let's say for the mum and dad family who might be in Melbourne wanting to take the kids across for a festival of footy? And like it becomes unaffordable because, like I said, you're talking five to six thousand dollars for four nights accommodation in the city. Yeah, um, you can yeah, stay and, out and, of the city. And the go find a caravan park. Yeah, I don't know. you got any recommendations for caravan parks? Yeah, yeah well, I was I was looking at it myself because I mean I I was living in Adelaide and I was living in quite a big house at the time. We had a few spare rooms, so we we invited all our mates from Melbourne and interstate that um that were going to come down for the event. Yeah, and sort of we had a setup of I think it was like nine or ten air mattresses in our spare nice. lounge room. <laughs> Um, so we're running a bit of like a backpackers out of our house for gather around, <laughs> but we we won't have that next year, and I'll probably have to find a com. And I was even thinking about hitting up like local footy clubs and seeing if we can camp out in their change rooms or something like that. Yeah, because... yeah, yeah, yeah. Or even on the fields, mate, pitch tents. How good would that be for a footy club? You go and got mark a bit out of that. Field. Got a bit of that footy trip or lads' weekend away feel about it. Yeah. Like um, a lot of I uh, saw a lot of like groups of old older blokes who maybe hadn't seen each other for five or ten years catching up at gather around. I saw a lot of younger. Nice. Footy trips, cricket trip type operations going on as well. So yeah, it's nice. got that like lads weekend away, live golf, gather around. Yeah. Where's where's the um because normally showgrounds, like if you're ever, you know, want to be a grey nomad and, and tour Australia, mm. most you know, RNA or you know, showgrounds I love the showground there, so have yeah. have free camping and stuff. Oh, it's yeah. usually a limited mm. to probably one. Probably not or two a gather round, probably thousands. No, no, I'm just site, wondering, mate. yeah, is, is Adelaide got a yeah, show, showground? A lot of caravan parks down near the beach, but it's right. it's still a fair way away from the ovals and yeah. I know the gang. Yeah. Ford and Mount Barker next year, so it's a bit of bit of a trek for those that want to trek from the beach to the city. And yeah, well, I hope it just doesn't spoil it, right? Because I thought yeah, last year or this sorry this year, going back, yeah, it was it was a really great event. Oh, and I yeah. just hope it doesn't get to the point where it becomes unaffordable, and not only for um, you know, like you say about ticket, you know, like you want the people of Adelaide to be able to embrace this as well, and mm. and if tickets become like Taylor Swift tickets and and sell out in, in record time. Mm. You know, people are obviously going to be you know, disappointed and miss out. Um, one thing that I did notice, I don't know if you noticed this, Check, is that, well, we, like I said, we bought the four-day pass, right? So I think the Thursday and Friday were single games, right? But it was double headers on the Saturday and the Sunday. And I don't know how they were selling the tickets, but, like, the grounds felt really empty for a lot of that. And it seemed to be people would come along and watch their team, say, on the Saturday morning, and then they wouldn't watch the afternoon game. And you'd almost have a have a changeover. But I'm wondering, because the way that the event is structured, you've probably got to buy a ticket for the day, right? Mm. So what you end up with is selling you know, 100% capacity of the venue, but 50%, oh no, so let's say 40% go to watch their teams in the morning, in the others, and then some stay all day, which sort of just made the venue actually feel like it wasn't sold out. But I mm. think, you know, it was, it was pretty much at capacity. Did you, did yeah, you there was a little observe bit of, that? Yeah, a bit of crossover. I remember they had a... Um they had a game that wasn't really like a – it was a Geelong and West Coast on the Sunday. Yeah. And, and maybe not a lot of people wanted to go to that game. And then there was a bit of a break, and then they had St Kilda and Collingwood, which you'd assume would have quite big fan bases and a lot of people wanted to go to, but the tickets were sold out. Yeah, right. So, Did you get to any of the regional yeah. grounds? Did you get out to Mount Barker or, or – I went to every, every game um, this year. went to all nine games. It's going to be a little bit harder next year because they do have – 
I think it was like an extra trip to the hills, is it? Yeah, there's two out at Mount Barker, isn't there? Yeah, I mean, it's not that far away. It's only like 30, 40 minutes, really. But it's just um, that the travel is going to play a part. Now we're, we're talking amongst my mates whether we have to take cars from Melbourne to Adelaide mm, right. or yep. hire, hire a car or how are we going to get around. It's and, only about you know, a four-hour drive, isn't it, over to Adelaide? Melbourne, Melbourne, Melbourne to Adelaide? No, nah, about nine, nine hours, I reckon. Oh, is it? Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't know it was that far. There you go. Mate. Just, just get in the car and go for a quick run. And time it. Oh. Right. So, mate, that was your, so that's your Adelaide story. What You grew up there, went to school there. You started doing this content. So was it, did you get to the point where, you know, your, your content started to blow up and you said, look, you know, we've got to move out of, you know, out of Adelaide and, and go to a larger city like Melbourne to, you know, build relationships and have connections? Is that, is that what prompted the move? Yeah, it was the opportunities of we're mostly making footy content and all. I mean, you look at the major events, Anzac Day, Grand Final. Yeah, most of the final series are all held in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, we're copying four to five games sometimes, some weeks over here in Melbourne. But in Adelaide, some weekends we have maybe a smaller fixture. So like occasionally we'd get like an Adelaide West Coast or Port Adelaide, Brisbane, and that's no offense to Brisbane, but it's like it's a lot far away for you guys to travel. Yeah. Um, so the crowd just weren't really great for content. Um, but when we come to Melbourne, I remember the first week we had Carlton and Collingwood when one of the first weeks we here. So Yeah, nice. <laughs> um, in terms of making the content, it's a lot easier. And yeah. then we've just also been collaborating a lot. So getting a lot of other creators and brands and just being able to just, just meet new people. I've learned like more in the last three months than I've learned in the last 10 years on mm. marketing, just meeting people and having coffees every day with people about their own experiences and yeah. You know, like we sort of felt maybe we were like the only footy creators or, you know, very limited in terms of how many creators there were to bounce off ideas or brainstorm. Um, but we come to Melbourne and we're, we're surrounded by them. So, yeah. so do you, are you finding, um, like, cause I mean, I'll talk about it shortly, right? There's some, some big goals that you've kicked this year, right? Um, but are you finding that... They don't kick any goals, mate. They kick 12. Are you finding people like... And when I say people, I'm not talking about other content creators like us or anyone coming to you, but you're finding like networks. Because you obviously did that sports bet ad as well, which I think was... Um, which was hilarious. You guys are all in the change room and, and you know... I haven't seen that one. That no. Yeah, are, are you finding that yeah, those big brands or you know, clubs and that are approaching you guys? Yeah, definitely, definitely. We um cool. we didn't do a heap of brand deals in Adelaide. We did a lot of stuff with the um with like sporting clubs and organisations as such. But in Melbourne, we've managed to do a lot of brand collabs and um sort of. I know a lot of people don't talk about this stuff in the content game sometimes, but like monetize it so it's now like become our full time job. Whereas in Adelaide, we're having to hold down part time jobs and do the content on the side. Yep. But just having the occasional brand deal come through means I can free up my weeks to go out and just focus on the content and not That's have to cool. stress about where, you know, I still, it's still um, probably not quite as oiled as we want it to be. And we're still like scraping the barrel to make the ends meet of uh, the balance between content and work life. But I mean, it's a, it's an experience and we'll probably, you know, we're, we're only very start, like new to the journey and hopefully by next year we'll have it ticking over pretty well. Do, right. do you think the journey can come to an end quickly with content? Definitely the the short format content. You see the TV stars and the the journalists and that sort of content um, lasts a long career, but I feel like mm-hmm. you've got a very short time frame to act on, and and your your relevancy is very like very brief as well. So you're only as relevant as like your last couple of weeks or last yeah. couple of months. You're whereas, only as good as your last video. Like, do, yeah, do you know what so I mean? Like a footy player, you're only good as your last game, right? If you if you put out a definitely, crap video but then and you lose. if you look at like a TV or a movie actor or whatever, they're as good yeah. as their movie from ten years ago. So yeah, they've got a bit yeah, more longevity yeah. in their Agreed. sort of like video career. But the the social media content, yeah, you've got to you got to keep um, 
keep on top of it. You can't have a quiet week. So if you no. have a quiet week, you can very easily fade away. So Yeah, totally. And what are you going to do for the F1, mate? Are you going to do like a, a, a an F15, like where you run around in like <laughs> little like, you know, remote control cars? <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. You should go down to Albert Park and film something. Well, there's a go-kart we track. Should. I think We're there's going, a Port Melbourne. Uh, I think there's... Going back to Adelaide next weekend for the Adelaide 500. Oh, so nice. Yeah. A tester for the car racing. I haven't done a lot of car racing stuff in the past. We did a did a hot lap a few weeks ago. It was my first time ever doing any car racing content. Yeah, right. Um, Who'd you do that with? Uh, I was with Hickford Racing. Yeah, nice. Yeah, awesome. So, yeah. did you have um, Cam Waters take you around, or I actually can't remember the guy's name. Um, yeah. I was we we just got back from Adelaide, and the first thing we did from the airport was go out to the the hot lap track. That's cool. <laughs> We had our suitcases and everything in the car because it was just the, yeah. the only day we could get it booked in, and it was for a um, like a collaboration video. That's cool. Um, but yeah, we've got the footage and everything. I was going to edit up this week to put out before the um, Adelaide 500 and sort of do a bit of promo for that. So yeah, yeah, no, I definitely think you should do something with the yeah, that'll be a lot of fun, fun mate. You yeah. could run around with a latte or something. That'd be good. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Let's get a let's get a you know, get a keep cup or a coffee cup, right, and fill it up, and then take the the t- top off it and go right let's do a hot lap and let's see you can because you, you actually <laughs> I forgot to mention you um you collaborate with all your your co-accused is shrey right so um that sounds like a perfect setup for him mate. let's get him in a you know a, um, a v8 supercar with an open hot coffee cup and <laughs> go mate just don't spill this see if you can do a lap and you know <laughs> i reckon a remote control me... car mate like the three-year-old kids have yeah no but you one see of the him. early ideas yeah. we had for um adelaide 500 was to see how many like races we could set up um, throughout the weekend that we're in Adelaide? So like obviously the car racing is going on, on the track, but maybe yep. off the track everything we do is a race. Yeah, nice. Race scooter race. Yep. <laughs> yeah, scooter race. First one to get back to the hotel, or first yeah. one to find Mark Scaife in the pit lane, or you know, like... just look for his nose, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's a beacon of you. He's a beacon of wealth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that sounds like seems almost like a um. Oh, what do you, you get? All those obviously reality TV shows now, like you know, race around the world, or what is it? Or the oh, the, the um, amazing race, amazing race. Yeah, we do amazing race Adelaide, where each challenge is. Yeah, you do a scooter race and find this and back to there. Um, yeah, a bit of a bit of an Adelaide treasure hunt, maybe. You know, like but with a um, with a, a race theme. No, that sounds like exciting yeah. times because yeah, Glenn and I've both come from sort of motorsporting background. I had a lot to do. I've been to Adelaide five hundred a couple of times with the the stadium super trucks. Um, you know, and then, yeah, we grew up with a lot of guys who are, are racing today. So, mm. mate, it's, it's great that I guess you're not pigeonholing yourself just to being AFL content, you know, like getting out and, and doing that other stuff. Do you find yourself a bit like um, trying, to, trying to think of a, a way to, you know, like are you, are you celebrating mediocrity? You know, is that the sort of giving Very it a go so. but not oh, being, yeah. you know, everyone can participate but you're not trying to go, you don't have to be an elite athlete or to participate in this stuff. You know, you can get out and play, you know, Div 12. You can get out and play cricket at a low division that's not playing for keeps. Is that what you're about? Definitely. It, it, um, it started with the footy. It started with the, uh, us playing at low level. And we found that a lot of people that maybe weren't ever going to play footy again or were thinking about giving it up sort of like dug back in and, and wanted to get back involved in it. Um, we've we've moved on to the cricket and we're delving into a lot of other sports, but it definitely shines for a lot of our content now that we've sort of worked our way into to being the one that's in touch with like the everyday person or the you know the person who's not the elite athlete or not not the most successful. So mm. someone that, that, that you know the, the the common man can resonate with at times, and yeah. 
and, and probably even below been. the common man so they can have a little bit of a laugh at our expense and feel a little bit better yeah. about themselves. <laughs> yeah. It is good. I, look, I, mean, I watched some of the – I've gone through – you know, like, I've been following you for, for a little while. And, um, like, yeah, I love the cricket. I used to play for Bundalag. You were in East Gippsland out there in Victoria for, you know, many, many years. And I'm sitting there watching this and I'm just going, how awesome is it? Like, you know, you're not trying to relive your glory days, but you're getting out there and going, you know, growing up playing, you know, club cricket as a kid. You know, I played for about six years. And you think you get to a point in your life where you go, well, that's done. That was in the past. But you guys are showing there's people out there that you can come out, grab a bat. I mean, when you were out there in bloody gumboots the other day, was it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Right, and I'll tell you what, that um, outfield, mate, I don't know how many people hit too many fours on that, but that outfield looked a bit slow. I think you'd... We don't get given the best grounds in the, in the lowest grade. <laughs> that the A grade, but... No, you've got about six feet of clover to get through on the, out, on the <laughs> outfield there, which should slow you down, but um, it looks good. And what I just wanted to talk about, so I've got some stats here, and what I, what I really love about your content is you, you, you guys are happy to take the piss of yourselves. Um, but this one here I love here, like Shrey is um, being listed on Urban Dictionary, Glenn. So you probably haven't okay. seen this, right? What's Urban Dictionary, Jace? This is uh, um, <laughs> like a modern couple. age dictionary online. Thanks, mate. Yeah, there you go. So Shrey, I'm not very tech savvy. You know, so Shrey's there, right? It's basically like a personal profile, right? Yeah. Think of it like a bit of like a Wikipedia page. Okay. And it's got his stats, right? Oh, right. This, this is what I love. It's just hilarious. So his career stats for footy, uh, 134 games. Yeah, nice. Right? Yeah, commendable. 76 behinds, yeah. yeah, right? 50 out on the full. Wow. <laughs> One goal, <laughs> right? And he's consumed 2,753 jockey milks. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> right? And that's the stuff that I love here. It's like it's taken the absolute piss and it's having a bit of fun um, and it's brilliant stuff. So let's talk jockey milk. Um, you guys are milk fiends. What's going on there? <laughs> I don't know how it started. Well, I know how it started, but I don't know how it grew so quickly. Um, we had a few, well, obviously we were putting the videos up, we had a few people start coming out to our games and watching our games live um, before the content <laughs> dropped. So we started getting a little bit of a fan base as such. And one of the kids or young lads, he's, he's 13 at the time, was coming out regularly to our games. And one week he just ran out at halftime with a two-litre chocolate milk and started <laughs> handing it around to the boys. <laughs> Oh, do you have a, is there a brand favourite? I mean, are, are you doing any sponsorship deals? I mean, I grew up in Victoria, right? Is Big M still around? Sorry, guys. But yeah, we've we've done some stuff with Big M. We had Dairy Farmers. They sponsored our big game earlier this year and um, brought a thousand cans of milk down and handed them out to everyone. <laughs> but normally, awesome. I don't know if you've seen on TV lately, but chocolate milk sort of come back into fashion with the footy players and the athletes, and they usually drink them after the game because it's high in protein oh, and good yeah, recovery right. and everything. Right. Yeah. Um, that, in the div tour races, we actually just go a step ahead and we drink them during yeah. the game. So just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, classic. Prepared. Mate, drink, well, it, drink them at quarter time and throw them up at three quarter time by the sounds of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's something in that. It sounds like you guys are ahead of the curve, right? I mean, you know, out Sorry, there, div, div 12, you guys are, you know, mad keen on your fitness. You're dedicated to your sport and you're ahead of these elite players because you got on the chalky milk early, right? So... Well done. Um, and what, so that's your drink. What's your, your, um, your food of choice? Because I think, uh, I think well, it was something recently you were, was in one of your stories you put up, you guys were carb loading or something for a game. Was it burgers? Yeah, we, we started doing these Friday night carb loads. You'd obviously like the, the elite athletes usually go to the pasta the night before or um, growing up if you do it. I just did a little bit of nutrition in high school and they always teach you about bananas and mm-hmm. uh, honey and all those good foods before, yeah. before games. 
Um, we were going out on Friday nights and just getting chicken parmies, pizza, nice. Nice. burgers, making sure we were full of carbs and um, ready to run around really, really fast on Saturday mornings in, nice. the, in the D grade. That's like the David Boone diet. <laughs> yeah. My daughter. Oh, would be a perfect Div 12 resi, I reckon. He would have fit in back in the day. He would have definitely fit in. My daughter plays under 13 up here in Brisbane for, for a local club, and she likes a meat pie the night before she plays. <laughs> so, <laughs> she might be in the Div 12 resi girl side, mate, soon, I reckon. If you always probably like, Dad, look, Dad, I watch these guys on social media, <laughs> yeah. and this is what they're telling. This is what she, they do for the she game was, prep. She was hoping to be in the shed tonight, but anyway. Oh, yes. there you go. Mm. So, and look, you guys have been up in Brizzy before. Um, so, hang on. I think my, my, Ethan's here. Ethan just wants to ask a question. I'll just throw him on a mic. You know, the first thing I remember is when you guys came up to the Gabba, right? And um, so the, the Gabba doesn't sell chocolate milk, right? Right. So Pat had an idea. And he thought, why don't we go across the road, yep. go to the Coles Express and bring these boys some chocolate milks. Right. So you've seen, you've seen um, Checkers and Shrey at the ground and decided, let's just go do a, a, a milk run. Yeah. And then right. Pat runs across the road, goes to the Coles Express, comes back. And then as we go over, first thing I remember is Checkers handed me a meat pie when I walk over. <laughs> nice. It's a barter system for the milk Checkers. Yeah. <laughs> There was a bit of a trade-off we had going on there. We um, we were a bit shocked because in Adelaide, it's a staple. It's um, the chocolate milk is in all the canteens, and it, something we weren't really aware of until we left Adelaide that maybe the other states don't get around it as much. I mean, we've got the Farmers Union factory in Adelaide, and we sort of get brought up as a kid. Everyone gets Farmers Unions at school, and you you get brought up drinking like flavored milks. Yeah, nice. But we um, we went to the Gabba, and they had no milk, and then we moved to Melbourne, and they don't sell it any of the the grounds here. But in Adelaide, um. We actually got word from like the dairy farmers rep they tripled their milk order this year at Adelaide Oval. So wow. <laughs> interesting data there. I think we got a lot of people drinking milk on the hill this year. Wow. Sell, selling uh, them out. Yeah, that's but, great. Yeah, we went to the Gabba and we managed to have a milk there thanks to nice. uh, thanks to Ethan and Cardi who brought the chalky milk across and we, we indulged in a few meat pies and chalky milks on the boundary line uh, for a Brisbane Lions game. So. Well, we've seen that. It's like it's it's such a great community, you know. Like watching Ethan create content, and you know, like we know has Pat's come up here. He's actually joined us in the shed twice. Um, come up here, and he's done some of his um, live streams here. We've done box opening, so our whole world has been opened up into like collecting cards. And you know, Glenn's probably spent no less than ten thousand dollars. I don't know what buying. you're talking about, mate. Christina's listening, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> buying, What's he doing to me? Buying bomb boxes. I spent a hundred dollars, Jace. Okay, yeah, hundred dollars. <laughs> so, but so yeah, like we've just been exposed to that. And we're just seeing like it's an incredible community of you know you guys are obviously you know doing your thing and you've got Pat doing his and has everyone sort of you know like, even though you're sort of following along on the AFL side of things, there's still a lot of unique content, right? Everyone's doing their own little bit. But what I really enjoy is like when the AFL um, Grand Final was on. You know, Ethan flew down there. And all you guys, you know, sort of got together. I think even there was a what is a content creators day as a part of the AFL festival down there. Was there a yeah, they actually a... invited us in. It's good that the AFL started to buy into it a little bit. Yeah. Um. Obviously, this stuff's all fairly new. They didn't. And ten years ago, it just wasn't a thing. Like TikTok mm. and and making content at the footy. Um. I'll give a plug to Katie McDonald, who's one of the earliest content creators I can ever think of in the AFL sort of realms. Yeah. Um, and he's been a good driving force in getting the AFL on board and getting a lot of the content creators some gigs with the AFL and they're starting to use us. Um, we did a goal kicking challenge with them earlier this year on their accounts and they used some content creators to gather around but 
for the footy festival this year, they gave um, a few of us a chance to sit in one of the player appearance tents and sort of do a meet and greet. Nice. Um, which was pretty good. And we also got to record one of our podcasts on the stage um, at the footy festival outside the MCG. So Wow, that's cool. That is good. Interesting. It's going to be interesting for years to see where it heads. Yeah, well, well I'm thinking because we've talked about it in the past, right? And when I first observed this, I mean, I've, um, I travel a lot. I mean, I fortunately down in Melbourne, I saw um, – we saw St Kilda play the Lions at, at Marvel. I saw another Lions game down there. Um, yeah. Went to the Anzac Day game. Right. How did the Lions go in the grand final? Um, we, we don't we don't talk about that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, just for the record, checkers, Glenn and I are Collingwood supporters, right? So we're we're quite chuffed at the moment. And um, you know, and you Ethan's think, not. No, no, he <laughs> took my funny. seat. So he, I mean, he had he had my ticket and his ticket. To, we, to we experience got it was really cool though. Went to yeah. a losing grand so just, final, just to be even go to a grand final is insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I haven't been to one. We had to had to console him a little bit and go. Look, you know, they played well. It was anyone's game, but Collingwood won. <laughs> yeah. Um, Who do you support, checkers? I go for St Kilda, but we oh. are pretty. I'm a pretty blase supporter because okay. I do a lot of content with a lot of clubs. So I just yeah. I'm not really a, a diehard as such. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to say, St Kilda fan, you'd be used to disappointing Pat. Pat's a St yeah. Kilda fan too, right? <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah no, but there's, good, there's so much great stuff going on. So you talk about that, that um, yeah, the footy festival down there at the grand final. Um, you know, I mean, you guys this year, I saw you, you were campaigning. Were you sleeping out in tents out front of the, the AFL trying to get, or was it Fox, trying to get onto Fox their run? Yeah, Fox. So did they? Did, was that sort of a, a staged thing, or was that you literally camped out the front and you know demanded to to talk to these people to be included in that longest kick comp? Or uh, well, we have been kicking the torps for a very long time. It's been a, a bit of a staple of our content. It's just kicking torps, um, especially playing like Div Twelve resis. No one can kick a good drop punt, but like <laughs> you usually have a few battlers who can throw a good torp on the boot. Right on. Before we go um, any further, before we go any further, what's your longest torp you've ever kicked? Oh, not very far. I wouldn't say it's much more than 50 metres. So. Oh, that's all right. That's still good. Yeah. Yeah. That's what most AFL players kick that on their left. But. Yeah, yeah, I know, right. That's all right. We're not AFL players, so that's okay. Um, but we thought moving to Melbourne, kicking torps, we're riding the high of a big Div 12 season, and we've got all this like hype around us. If we're ever going to have a chance to kick torps in the longest kick, which is something like I've just grown up watching – I was on a podcast the other week and I was speaking about it and I was saying, like, it seems to be like the starting point of most people's grand final day is that longest kick because it's about 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Um, so if you wake up a little bit, like, hungover or you wake up a little bit tired, you, you get your breakfast in and by the time you, like, it's when you, most people tune into the coverage is the Fox Footy longest kick. Yeah. That's sort of time of and the day. Fun. So I've always it's grown, fun. Grown, yeah, so it starts the day good. I've always grown up just, just waking up, getting ready for that longest kick, like, growing up through being like 16, 17, and then even ha- lately having like parties with your mates and you get them over and the first yeah. thing you all want to tune in or make sure everyone's there by is that longest kick. So. Yeah, nice. And you got um, one kick each, wasn't it? So, yeah, you didn't – were you feeling a bit nervous? Like you didn't have the yeah. – like the you know the other players get multiple you know, attempts. You've got like one shot to to be a hero or a zero, right, and then get out kicked by Shrey. Yeah, well, we did <laughs> – um, did 60 days campaigning to try to get this kick. Wow. And that included, like, kicking coaching lessons. <laughs> I mean, we're kicking torps every single day. Wow. We went down to Richmond Footy Club and trained with um, Pro Kick Australia, who was, like, a an NFL punting coach. We yeah, trained yeah, with a yeah. kicking consultant who does, like, touring uh, around uh, America doing kicking training. 
So, like, we're kicking the best woodies we've ever kicked. Like, I've never kicked better in my life because we were doing 60 days intense training for this. Wow. <laughs> but I was also nervous that maybe, like, I'd, I'd overtrain and on the day I'd, it would just flop under under pressure because oh, I'd... Yeah. In a game, sometimes when you're in that situation, it just comes off. But when you're, when you're forced to pull one out, like, if you're... Someone says, go do it now. You just can't do it under pressure. Like I, yeah. But I think one of the players yeah. on the day, yeah. remembering, I don't know if you saw this, right, whether you were out the back in the VIP tent after, but um, he's gone up and put it off the side of his boot and kicked it into the side rail. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was Ben Dixon. Yeah. yeah. One of the Still co-hosts. went 60 metres. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we, uh, we rocked up on the day and the footies weren't overly pumped. They were brand new Sharons and they weren't overly pumped. So I was oh. even more nervous when I grabbed one of them. Yeah. Um, and there was a bit of a wrestle because all the AFL boys were in the tent there and the, uh, the person organizing the day said, all right, everyone grab your footy that you want. And the hands dove in really fast to the footy <laughs> bin. And I was sort of wrestling amongst like James Sisley, Adam Saad, <laughs> Daniel Rich, like yeah. trying to grab a good footy. Like Jamari Hugo Hagen came over the top and get his hands in. I was like, maybe I should just step back and just get what I get. Given. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I should be wrestling these boys for the footy. I think they're probably the ones who deserve the better bummed up ones, but <laughs> That's cool, man. That's yeah, that's really cool. That's a so, really and did cool they, experience. Did you then, as a result of that, did you get you know grand final tickets? Did you get an invite? Uh, not from the Fox Woody stuff. No? Uh, I think I think all the players they get given grand final tickets as part of their contract that they get. But we were more just there on a um, on like a sort of like a I don't know. I don't want to explain like a ceremony. We got called ceremonial kickers, so right. Mm. We weren't really there on the, on the you know the paid contract. Like no, I get that. No, no, I'm saying to the main game though. Did you get? Did we did. Get, we did get tickets to the game thanks to um Carlton Dry. They they hooked oh, us up because we did a oh, DJ sorry. gig for earlier in the week. So they um they hooked us up with some tickets. We actually got tickets in the Collingwood Cheer Squad, which was oh, um nice. It was chaotic. You could only imagine what it was like. So oh, yeah. go the pies, go the pies. Yeah. So look, man, and I just I just don't know when you guys sleep, right? Because you obviously just the content you talked about, um, you know, not fading away. Right? One of your um, stories. They're pies just... and chocolate milks, mate. They're not fading away. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. <laughs> the, um, one of the stories you put up, like, here's like a week in review, right? I tried to tee the audio up there. I had it playing before, but it's not playing at the moment, right? But it's basically, like, just to summarise for anyone who's listening, if you go and find it, right, um, you know, basically on, on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, you'll, you'll find this thing. And so we can review and it's basically like, well, you start off the week doing this and the next thing you're out shopping and something about you've, you've gone shopping and you ended up on the news and the next thing you're buying scooters and then you're in at Rebel Sport buying cricket bats and then you're at a, you know, you're bowling balls at a, well, with I think what a St Kilda play or something in some nets. And yeah, the really next thing, like, and I'm just sitting there going, you guys have done more sporting activity in one week than I do in a year. Right, and then like even the games you went to was it on the Sunday? You're at the um, at the cricket, and then you're at the, the AFLW finals, and um, and then you're playing mini golf. And I'm just sitting there and going, "That's their week in review." Mm-hmm. God, you guys yeah, are just people prolific. crack the shits when they see us put those up because they just be like, "When do you actually work?" <laughs> but that, but this um, is your work, man. This it is, is our work. work. Yeah, we That's do it right. nine to five. Sort of sometimes get the gripes when we put those up, but that yeah, 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 yeah. All, all that stuff is is content to an extent. And I understand that, right? So I'm a Gen X, like I'm 44 almost, and I look at that and go, "For fuck's sake, I'm out slogging it on a paintbrush, you know, from 6:30 in the morning to three in the afternoon in the sun." Yeah. So yeah, I, I get that, but this is your work, mate. Like, and, and it's a new, it's a new form of work. If you can get here and you can create content and you can get paid for it, happy days. Good on you. 
Yeah, the, the stuff we probably should put in those reels is like sitting up till 3 a.m. editing mm-hmm. YouTube vlogs or um, yeah. having having like four videos due by 5 p.m. and, and you know, for a couple of hours to do them or whatever. But yeah, we, yeah there is a lot of back end that people don't see, but it is that's not really attractive for the, uh, for the video. No, no, so, that's right. I yeah, understand. We do that. have a lot of fun though, so that's hey, what people on, yeah. like to it's yeah, the old story, just, mate. You guys are an overnight success five years in the making. You know, that's, that's, right. that's fundamentally how it works, right? You don't yeah. you don't just <laughs> kick content out there and yeah, you know, yeah. I mean look, some people do, they're lucky they do one thing, but you know, they won't last. But whereas, yeah, the, the the faster you grow, the faster you fall. Oh mate, I am guessing you know, you guys don't take anything for granted. Like you, you know, you said before, you know, you can you can be doing this now and then, you know, the whole flavour. Like the, the, one of the challenges but is, right? I mean, to strawberry milk, mate, not chocolate anymore. Yeah, but I know things like there's, what, there's two big social media contests. Like you've got Mr. Beast who just has been prolific for so His long. His chocolate right? is shit house, mate. Yeah, you're trying. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> right. But they're so trying to cancel, cancel him bad. at the moment. Something that I've found is um, we've, we haven't copped it to a massive extent. I've seen it a little bit. I've seen other creators <laughs> cop it worse. It's like um, – I think it's, I'm not sure if it's just Australia, maybe even worldwide, but they like to build people up and then rip them back down. Yeah, tall yeah. poppy syndrome. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, so like, I know one, for example, I don't know if you've followed his journey, but like Prime Train is yep. a good example. It's built him up and everyone was all keen on him in the early days, but then as soon as he got more following than they sort of expected, everyone started to get negative about him and it was yep. you get, get quite mentally draining when it gets like that. So, I mean, Absolutely. I saw Mr. Beast getting cancelled the other day for, for giving away water drinking fountains in you know overseas and things like that so right yeah, people so saw it as a bit to- tokenistic yeah but i mean look there's dude perfect out there i mean once again i mean i just observe like the content that comes across my screen right and the algorithm obviously i'm i'm in my 50s mate so the algorithm somehow thinks that i'm interested in basketball trick shots and and all this other crap but yeah. you know you get saturated with that and then over time it fades off you hear a lot of people talking about it. i think how um how ridiculous is another one you know, mm. those guys were doing a lot. And then they seem to just, just you know, not be in the psyche as much. They sort of just fade into the background. Now, whether that's because people are just going, like one of the difficulties, I guess, as content creation is keeping it fresh, right? If you're doing the same thing over and over, people are going to go, I've seen this, right, done, and lose interest. Um, and maybe that's it. But, yeah, like it's a really hard thing, right? So I guess you can't take it for granted. And, and what I love, like, once again, you know, not blowing sunshine up your, your ass here, but, you know, you're not just doing AFL. I love the fact that you've, you know, you're doing cricket stuff as well. Um, and you know, motorsport. And, but not only, not only just making content, you're out there playing. That's what mm. I love, right? Mm. You guys are not, not just sitting there going, you know, doing a little piece in the nets or whatever. Um, you, you're getting out there padded up in your gum boots and um, – yeah, playing for – is it Richmond? Richmond Cricket Club? Richmond City at the moment. Yeah, right. part of what you just said was like um, we know that it's not going to last forever, so while we're doing – we have the opportunity with that window open of being able to make content as a job. Like that's not going to last for 20 years or 30 mm. years like a nine-to-five would. So we might as well just do stuff that we're also enjoying. Um, yep. We've knocked back some, some video deals and some brand deals in the past because we knew they wouldn't be enjoyable just purely on the basis of it's it, it is our life as well. Like our job is our life and – if I'm not going to enjoy it, then I probably don't really want to do it. Yeah, um, nice. Sometimes we will take brand deals on that we're not going to get paid for or not going to get anything out of purely because it's a good experience and it would be like a good life experience as well. So yeah, That's good, man. That's good for your mental health. Hold on. Yeah, the first thing I remember from you guys is like kicking the footies into the KFC buckets. How did that start? <laughs> yeah. Well, like we were kicking footies over, over landmarks and roofs. Um, and I remember we we drove. There was a KFC bucket that was really low to the ground near our house, and we we're driving past one day, and we we just kicked over a KFC like a couple of weeks before with um, Lockie Jones from Port Adelaide. 
And then, yeah. And I, we kept talking about the video because it was fresh in our mind. And I was like, geez, that bucket's so low. Like, I wonder if we can get a footy into it or if we can, like, get a ladder and see if there's a lid on it or something. Yeah. And we just pulled up one day for lunch and there was a footy in the car. And I was like, no, let's give it a crack. And then we were a little bit nervous because maybe, like, the KFC workers would get a little bit upset. Yeah. But it was, like, <laughs> second or third kick, it just landed in the bucket. So Is it still in there? Uh, it was a bit of a content saga. They um they pulled it out. They right. they changed the size of their bucket. <laughs> they they redeveloped the buckets around the country because they changed most of them to like the chip packet type. Yep. Sort of shape. Yep. So you're talking about the, the actual the signage big bucket at the front of a cave. Big signage yeah. bucket at the front. Yeah. <laughs> have you thought about kicking a footy at a target sign? I've seen guys uh, do we, that. We, as we well. have done that in the past. We yeah. won't do it again because we got in a little bit of trouble for it Did because you? it was uh, potential property damage and stuff. Yeah, but we did uh, it for a video. We were really smart with how we did it, and he was like really soft touch footies, and we had like yeah. spotters all around the target sign, and yeah, and the video made it look like it was going a lot faster and harder than it was. But yeah, um, yeah, it was, it was probably when watched. we were a little bit newer to the content, a little bit more like um, unaware of like some of the consequences that could come of making our videos. So yeah, we spun a little bit since, but yeah, no, that's cool. Oh, and so, how many grounds like have you you been to? Like, if we were to sit there and um, you know, you've obviously come up to the Gabba, you've been to Adelaide Oval and, and that. And like, have you, you had the opportunity this year with your content to, to get over to other places, like over to Optus in WA or anything else and, and tour around? We didn't get to go to WA just yet. Uh, we went to Tasmania recently, but not for a sporting event. It was for a, a sports store opening. We've been, well, we're doing a lot of Melbourne travel when we were living in Adelaide and now I'm living in Melbourne. I'm going back to Adelaide a lot. So <laughs> it seems to be quite a connection. Um, yeah. Got to Brisbane. We went to Sydney a little bit earlier in the year for a video gig. Um, nice. And then really coming up very soon, um, we're trying to get to Darwin to play some footy up there in the off-season as well. So nice. Get up to the Darwin Buffaloes with Prime Train. <laughs> yeah, well, we, uh, we, we've been chatting with a few clubs at the moment. One of them was going to be an opposing club. I don't know if we'll get to play against Prime because he's quite a high yeah. level. I think we're playing in, in the Div 12 resis of Darwin League. But, um, <laughs> so, mate, you want to take some Curacrome with you up there? Well, don't they play on, was it dirt fields pretty much? Like hard, dirt, yeah, dry the, paddocks? Gravel. They, um, <laughs> they had like Gary Ablett and, and that playing out there last year. So I don't know if we'd mm. quite get in the Div 1s yeah. um, league. But I'd love to go out for a run and just... See what see what Darwin footy's like as well. So, but it's like same again. That bit of that life experience is probably on a normal day. I would never get the opportunity to play footy in Darwin, but because we're mm. making the content, like it'd just be a sick experience to go up there and do something that I never would have ever had the chance to do. Being so terrible at footy, it'll be hot, mate. That's what it'll be. It'll be yeah. Hot. <laughs> they, play, they play this time of year as well. They don't play in winter. They play oh, in summer. summer. That's right. They their, do. So their season's on right what now. What was that? What was that goose that used to play for Brisbane that went up there? Mitch Robinson. Mitch oh, Robinson. That's yeah. him. Yeah, that's him. It's not a goose, man. <laughs> Have you seen the stuff he does? <laughs> let's, let's not start talking about Brisbane Lions because Glenn will he, um, start tearing some players. He's playing Div 12 Resis this year at one point. So. He's playing Div 12 Resis. He coached us. Did he? <laughs> <laughs> he's oh. been playing at a Morningside footy club and I've got a mate that coaches there and um, he's a bit of a larrikin. So, anyway. Yeah, he's, he's, he does some funny stuff on, sure uh, on YouTube. So Yeah. Do you find do you find that too? Like, I mean, if we talk about social media, I mean, we've we've been doing well. Glenn and I have been creating content for as long as years. we can. Yeah, thirty yeah. years, right? So, 
we we had a car show and same sort of thing you know we didn't you know we're fortunate that we didn't make the the dizzy heights but we had deals with airlines that would fly us you know to destinations and um, accommodation partners that would hook us up we were and a div 12 car show and um yeah so we'd yeah we'd go over to singapore and do bits and pieces and you know we, we managed to travel and, and go to a heap of different things right really Really fortunate doing that, and then we started a, a YouTube show here in the bar, and everyone just kept telling us, Look, "We don't need to see your ugly faces; we just listen to you." So we changed to a podcast, right? But there's so many content creators out there. I mean, you guys are doing it, and do you find do you find that you're you're seeing more and more? Like, because I mean, I talk about like the Brisbane Lions have the kick-ons now. I think Mitch Robinson we we're just talking about has a podcast or something else that oh, he does. Yeah. I think. Are you finding that checkers that you're just getting saturated? Like it's so accessible for people to create content that you've actually got a lot of competition? Um, yeah, it, it depends which way you want to look at it. I think there's a lot more content creators out there, but it's probably a good for growing the like the the, the game as well. Because I, I mentioned before there was like Katie McDonald was one of the earliest AFL creators and he was the only creator back in those times and couldn't get a gig with the AFL or couldn't get access to any any players or couldn't get what he needed to get out of it but now that there's more and more content creators around it's like it's breaking down all those walls yeah um so having more and more people sort of to bounce off to work with in the same industry makes the industry bigger itself Mm. um and makes us more in demand as individuals so like the the bigger Mm. the industry gets and the more content creators are making like footy content the easier it's going to be for me individually to go out and get deals or, or do videos in footy footy realm so yeah, yeah well pardon right. the pun but do you think for the afl do you think it's a free kick for them it's in it that is, you it know is. they're not paying i mean they've obviously got big commercial deals with the networks right but for you guys i mean i don't know what commercial arrangement if any you have at certain things but let's take roaming has for example if he rocks up to a game and he's doing his interviews outside the ground and some tunnel stuff right if he's got a following and let's say you know fifteen thousand people watch that that's potentially 15,000 people that, one, the AFL haven't had to pay to get that content. Yep. right? And they're bringing potentially a whole new demographic to the sport yep. right? just by allowing the access. Because in the old days, and, and I was, was going to say earlier, when I first saw these guys doing stuff, and even you, know, you um, checkers, when you, I think, at Adelaide Oval, you're outside with a camera and a mic doing stuff. First thing I thought of is surely the networks who are paying you know, big sums of money for commercial rights are going to start arcing up going – no, no, we're paying for this. You guys shouldn't be getting access to doing a player interview or a spectator interview, or it's particularly inside of the ground, right? Um, but I think it's yeah, maybe no, changing now that AFL's maybe going a bit like, well, this is different content, right? You're not getting the same exclusivity as a network who's paying for it. You're doing different content and reaching a different audience, right? Is that the sort of way you see it? Yeah, I know they still have some exclusivity um, in the sense of, I know Has gets in a little bit of trouble at times for filming players or filming the ground inside the grounds. Yeah. Um, and there is some restrictions. Like I know some of the deals we've done, we can't have the stadium in the background of some of our videos and there's some different things you learn along the way. But I mean, it's um, because it's so new and because no one knows most of the stuff. Like, you know, if you're a young lad picking up a, a phone and a microphone, the AFL isn't going to come down on you or those those networks aren't going to come down on you really, really hard and try to sue you for millions of dollars for making a TikTok. So they're working hand in hand at times and I think I've never felt like we've been working against each other. I feel like if we've ever screwed up or made them upset, they've sort of contacted us and said, hey, like, how about we try this next time or, you know, it's a learning process. Yeah, no. Nice. Yeah, so do you have like a liaison uh, officer really with the AFL who you can approach and go? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying like, yeah, checkers, if you want to do something, do you have a – 
like a media representative or a contact at the AFL, you go, hey, listen, this is what we're doing. Is, is this okay, you know, and then sort of just get a verbal to make it happen or? Um, not so much we ask for permission for a lot of stuff. I think if we had to do that, it would probably drain them out a little bit in terms right. of like we're making videos five times a week sometimes at the footy. But we do sometimes have like a liaison that we do deal with for some bigger videos or right. some uh, feedback for bigger videos. A lot of the time we're just bouncing off the other creators and we sort of we gauge what's fair, what's unfair, what works, what doesn't. Yeah. But I think – the AFL, like I've worked out, and I've, we've seen it. I've seen it in American sports. Is like the more content that's made, and the more eyes getting put on the game, the, the career is going to quicker. It's going to grow. Happy mm-hmm. days. Yep. Um, and it's, it's if the AFL is trying to grow, and they're trying to compete with the NRL, and they're trying to break into international markets, and content is going to be the, one of the easiest ways to do that as well Agreed. for like not a massive budget at times. So yeah. Well, I heard Cricket Australia be- actually made a loss, mate. So maybe there's an avenue for you guys to to bring some more <laughs> participants and eyes on the um. On Australian cricket, I mean, I, mm. God knows how they can't um, make money. But anyway, no, that's there's some there. big, um, big issues at the moment because the ICC own all the video rights from the World Cup, right? And they've been they've been going around like crazy and um, putting YouTube strikes and um, banning creators who have been putting up footage or using some footage from the cricket. Yeah. Um, there was like one of the biggest YouTube accounts posting cricket highlights got banned the other day, and I know the Shep mates had some issues with their videos going up and getting striked by. The ICC, so... I know Formula One's very big on that, right? And this is where I sort of try to, you know, I find it really interesting as a content creator to watch that dynamic between, like what we just talked about, right? The commercial rights and and the integrity of of those deals versus other stuff. But like Formula One, for example, if you pretty much take a clip of something and put it up, it it comes down so fast. And you basically see content creator, like the um, authorised rights holder of this is... You know, requested this you know, media be removed. They're like just they are their dick in the breeze, mate. Really, like yeah. they're actually hurting their own sport. Well, they're very quick at doing that. Yeah, right? well, are they? Are they? Are they stuck in um, in too many too many massive TV deals and too many massive commercial deals, and they have their hands are forced? Yeah, because it's going to be an interesting case to see which sports succeed and which sports don't. And you know, the AFL is doing a pretty good job right now of letting the creators have their own own run of it and involving yeah. them but some sports aren't and it'll be interesting to see if those sports are the ones that fall behind in mm. viewerships exactly. and fan, fan bases so well look, we're just seeing it today like i mean i don't know how many people consume their media through normal television like watching the news I hardly anymore watch tv anymore yeah you're in your phone right yeah, and, the, 100%. and exactly so I, I don't see i mean i i'm not on tiktok right so i'll call yeah. that out straight away but yeah I, I don't see much content filter past my phone from you know, I guess, what would you call licensed or traditional media outlets? I don't see like Channel 7. I don't see much of the AFL official content coming past my screen. It is the likes of little mm. individuals who are just doing these 30-second clips or, mm. you know, like That's you right. guys, checkers. Um, so just talking That's of right. cricket, here's an interesting story. I don't know if you heard this one the other day, right? So um, did you – was it the World Cup Australia the other day? Was it Maxwell? Yeah. Um, you had, hear had about the that. innings of his life. Yeah, the double century of- to win the game, I guess. Yeah. He was, yeah. broken. he was broken too. He went into a full body cramp at the end, didn't oh. he? Did you see that one, Checkers? <laughs> yeah, I stayed up. Um, everyone else in the house was asleep, but I stayed up and I was pushing through. I remember I got up and had a coffee at like 3 a.m. Wow. Just Commit- to get through the last couple overs because I was like, I can't miss this. It's going to be the best innings I've ever seen. So. Yeah. yeah. When I so, woke well, up and heard that, I was like, what? Yeah, because people bloke? apparently never went to bed and going... <laughs> People going, oh, we went to bed in the school was this, and we got what? Yeah, they were like mm. seven for ninety one, and then so, they, well, and then they won the game. They didn't lose yeah, but here's a point. story, right? I don't know if you heard this one, right? So this is just uh, this happened on the Gold Coast last weekend, right? So there was a um, a Gold Coast local cricket club. I think it was Div Three, 
I don't know if you've you heard this story, yeah, Chase. Yeah, we um, good, very good story. This one. Yeah. So, basically, Glenn, I haven't you, heard if it you haven't heard it, Rotto. So, yeah, basically, yeah. Um, with one over to go, so six mm. balls remaining, the opposition needed five runs to win. Okay. Right. And there's this young guy who'd been bowling, etc., like that. And this is the, this, well, how, how I've heard the story. He was bowling and starting to get carded a little bit, right? So one of the other players has gone. Listen, I'll bowl the last over. So if we lose, it's not on you, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, he comes out and he bowls a hat trick. Right? Oh wow! First three balls of the last over, he's bowled a hat trick, right? Yep. Got those three well, out. Still so got then five to win. Basically, still five to win off three balls to go. He ended up bowling or took six wickets in six balls. What? And won the game. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> Did three nuts. on the Gold Coast, and Double apparently, no, like no one was there. That'd be the first time ever in cricket, wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, could I've you just imagine one. these guys on the field, like you know, literally going, "Oh, we're lost here. It's five. Yeah, you know, wow! And ended up taking <laughs> six wow. wickets and winning the game. I've, I've heard Alan Border hit a seven. Seven sixes in an over because one of the one of them was a no ball. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've seen yeah. some. I've seen some pretty good. You know, even Big Bash. I mean, I happened mm. to be over in WA at the Optus for the Big Bash final. I mean, Brisbane somehow just found their way through to the final. They had to win everything they did. They got yeah. there. They looked like they were up, and then you know, no. Next yeah. thing, you know, they Typical lost. Brisbane mate can't win. Lost, <laughs> lost it in the last. <laughs> yeah, well, you got you got the you got the Brisbane Heat losing the BBL <laughs> final. You got the Lions losing the grand final. Then you got the Broncos losing the grand oh, final. Jesus. Oh Jesus! Not a good year for Brisbane. Fans. But I guess I guess that's the great thing about sport checkers. And you know, like I said once again, testament to you guys. You know, we see like that story that I just told. Now, there was no one there. Right? This yeah. is the thing. There was a couple of people that played on the next oval. Were watching, you know, maybe, you know, a couple of the family. Probably no different to the games you, you're playing at checkers. Um, but for those guys, and you know, like that's a that's a pretty amazing sporting story. You so tell you, that story for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. will be eighty at the bar, mate. There's not just like I'm just saying. You talk about Maxwell and what happened internationally. Mm. Everyone got to see. Yeah. But there's amazing, you know, like community, yeah, community sporting stuff. stuff that's happening, and and that's just what I said. I love about all these little guys out there creating shit yeah. and putting it out there because they're giving you know those. Yeah. I guess clubs and you know, it's one that's inspiring people to get mm. out and participate, right? But two, it's just it's not all about mm. elite level sport, right? Because that's yeah. that's where the focus of what we get is. And I just I'm just loving so much grassroots stuff. Yeah, that almost makes me want to go and you know, pick up a bat, move to Victoria, and play for Richmond. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> mate, we um, Bundalag, you're best and fairest, mate, under sixteen. We got the best pie eating. We've got the Australian pie champion oh. representing us on Thursday night, mate, speaking of community sports. Oh. Checkers, mate? do you like a pie? Uh, yeah, I have to definitely indulge in the, uh, in the resis from time to time. Oh, <laughs> we, have a, we have a competition up here. Like, so there's basically there's a, a group, I don't know if you've heard of them, right? They're called the Mo Men. They're based here in Springfield where we are. They raise about $100,000. They were second in Australia last year behind Mo- yeah. Total Tools for raising the most for men's mental health in November. Yeah, so over 100000 from Springfield. 125000 I believe. Yeah, a year, yep. right. So yep. massive, massive effort for these guys to raise funds. And one of the events that they do is a pie-eating contest at our, um, our local shopping centre. So, you know, we're, we're a little bit different. You know, we sort of... Um, I guess we take our titles by bringing in the champions. So the yep. Ted Shed entered last year and, um, you know, I didn't participate in it. Yep. We just pulled in one of our mates who can, um, you know, down a pie. It's a two and a half yeah, kilo pie, two checkers. bring in Ethan or anything? I've seen him eat a pie before. <laughs> no, no, no. This we, is two nah, and a half kilo. I'm not built for man. that type of stuff. Yeah, two, two and a half kilo <laughs> pie, half kilo straight pie. out of the oven. So the thing will take the skin off the top of your mouth, right? We're talking hot, Which massive is silly. Pie. We're, we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And then so they basically line them up. So what was it? Last The Eight. previous year, the record, what was the time? 13, 13 minutes. minutes? T to two kilo pie was the first year or two and a half kilo pie. And then the second year, our entry, Howie won it in eight minutes, yeah. 47 yeah. seconds, two and a half kilos down the hatch. Jeez, good effort. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's a community sport. Yeah, that so this should Thursday. get on the news. Back to back, you reckon? <laughs> oh, this well, well, here you go, Ethan. I've actually got Howie. Well, we've got Howie representing the Ted Shed. Yep. And then my business is Glen Wright Painting Checkers, and we've got the champion from the year before representing Glen Wright Painting. So I've got the two two best horses in the race. So that's a win-win. I hope You're so. a good chance. Yeah, let's oh, see. Chance, mate. mate, but like with anything, we could have a late scratching and lose both of those two. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah. we need to run it like a um, – because the Melbourne Cup, right? You mm. know, look, that's a handicap race. Mm. Right, maybe maybe you just down there need to handicap Howie. Put a you know he's got to eat a three kilo pie and <laughs> give everyone else a chance. Or make him drink a chocolate milk as well. Oh, well, there yeah. you go. Let's wash it down with that, mate. Um, so checkers, what's what's coming up in the future for you guys, mate? Is obviously you've had a, a big year. Um, are you starting to already you know like do you map out your content? Like what's twenty twenty four look like for you guys? Yeah, we're going to have to start mapping out our footy team. That's something I've been going through the last couple of days and probably for the next couple of weeks is mapping out. Normally, I just rock up the footy in March um, and don't do any pre-season, but this year, just coming to Melbourne and finding a new club and having to lock down our content and how it's all going to look in the streaming, I'm going to have to go and find a club and, and get everything organized by probably Christmas time. So yeah, finding the club is going to be the next one. And then I think we're looking at going to Darwin to play some footy get through the cricket season and then next year's footy season we're just going to try to take the Div 12 resis to another another high I guess we sort of we only played 10 games this year yep. um, so be interesting to see 10 games I, we did the stats up a couple weeks ago and it was 80 million views um, in total on the Div 12 resis videos so wow that's a good reason like 8 eight million views a video uh, a week or a game I guess you could break that down too wow. um, so that's See awesome, if we can mate. double that or triple that next year and get well some done. some more eyes on it, mate. That's great. Look, yeah, testament to player, you guys. Give hey. me a ring if you need a player. Give me a ring. I'll hop on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> well, Glenn used to. Glenn, you, oh, you played right. You almost went pro, and oh, you well, ended I up playing state league in in Queensland. Yes, yeah, and then yes. end up captaining the Ipswich Eagles. Yeah, yeah, for, uh, a bit around. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, a bit old right. and broken now, checkers. But anyway, hey. still kick a goal if you put mate, me in forward line somewhere. I think. Look, yeah, we would have to probably yeah, kneecap you, bust a few bones, <laughs> and that to get you down into Div Twelve. <laughs> we could do it. <laughs> oh mate look thanks very much for joining us checkers mate it's been an absolute pleasure um to chatting to you mate and like i said we've we really enjoyed watching your content and um you know we thought it'd be a, a great opportunity to to have a chat and look it's a shame that yeah your co-accused couldn't be here to join us tonight because i think you know wrangling you two cats together would have been quite hilarious <laughs> but mate keep up the good work and um we really look forward to to seeing what you guys do next and um even hope that we can catch up in Adelaide and, and see you at the um, at the next gather round and at least um, meet in person. So good day. Yeah, no, definitely. I was going to say if we uh, if we don't bump into each other before then, we'll definitely have to bump into each other on the uh, the Adelaide Oval Hill and you need, yeah, you need to and tuck into a chalky milk. Sounds hey, good, mate. You need to experience the hill. It's the best <laughs> thing you'll ever do. Yeah, look, the hill was the hill was good. I mean, I did spend a bit of time down there just ducking back to that right, and particularly yeah. when it was that raining day. Um, or yeah, was that the Friday night? I think it was bucketing down. Just went down there for for a bit of a look around, and mate, look, the weather was atrocious. The rain was coming in sideways, but you you know the only part of that hill that wasn't occupied was the footpath through mm. the middle because you know security yeah. keeping it clear. I didn't know much about the Adelaide Oval until we went down there. Now it's my 
probably one of my favourite stadiums. Yeah. Mm. It is good. It is good, mate. Look, yeah, once again, mate. Thanks for joining us. Um, we'll, we'll yeah, like watch with interest. And um, yeah, thanks yeah. very much for taking some time out of your evening to have a chat. No, no sweat. Thanks for having me on. Cheers. Appreciate it. No worries, man. Take take care. Enjoy you, the chalky milk. Take care, Ray. Yes. See ya. See you later. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.